The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Mount St. Joseph College Athletics. This Lions broadcast is brought to you by Barbarian Apparel. Contact us at barbariancustomers at gmail.com. Official investigators and security services. Call now at 844-263-3424. The Roar Store on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. LIT Wellness. Call us at 513-659-3017. Indeed and Indeed Flex. Coming to Cincinnati soon. Call 513-984-2274. Iron Sharpens Iron. Call today at 513-383-9773. The Wishbone Tavern. Call Nicole for your catering needs at 513-384-8607. And the Mount St. Joseph University. Mount St. Joseph University Sports is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now, let's go to the field for today's game. Hi again, everyone, and welcome to Lexington, Kentucky, the home of Transylvania University. We are at Hall Field for game number two this afternoon of the Heartland Conference Softball Tournament going on here in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Dave Mitchell. Good to have you along here this afternoon on UltimateSportsTalk.com as the Lions get set to take on the number three seeded Defiance Yellow Jackets in this afternoon's second game, the second of four games that we hope will be happening here today in Lexington, Kentucky. Alongside Chris Morris, and Chris, seems like just about three weeks ago we saw these purple and gold yellow jackets, and the Lions came away with a doubleheader split, but it was not an easy event. No, this team's a really good team. Offensively, speaks for itself. They've got good pitching, and both teams are finishing up their warm-up, and it should be an absolute battle here in game number two in this HCAC tournament. Well, this one was supposed to get underway at 2 o'clock, Chris, but uh, Franklin had some problems with their bus. They were stranded outside of town about 15 miles, and they ended up having to get another bus to bring them in, and they ended up losing this afternoon in game number one by a final score of 6-4. to four. So that means that the winner of this game will move forward and play tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. The loser of this game will be playing tonight sometime around... We're going to say 8 o'clock if they can get it in against Franklin. And the loser of that game, Chris, will be the first team eliminated in this tournament. Hanover took it, took what they got confidence-wise against us on Sunday with the, two, with the sweep against us and brought that to Lexington and hit the ball extremely well today and had some good pitching and good defense behind them and won that first game 6-4 to four over Franklin. So credit to Coach of the Year, Corey Collinsworth, and her staff for getting the first win of the uh, conference tournament this weekend. And uh, as you mentioned, the loser of this game will face Franklin in the elimination game tonight. So we'll find out what's going to happen here in the next two hours. Yeah, Compton was outstanding in the first game for Hanover. And like you said, uh, Corey Collinsworth won the Coach of the Year honor in the Heartland conference and it was Walker that won the player of the year the hitter of the year in the Heartland conference and Camacool got beat out by 
Jeter of Transylvania, who won Pitcher of the Year. I'm still trying to figure out how that happened, but nonetheless, it did. Yeah, and then obviously Macy Cornelius got uh, Newcomer of the Year, so uh, a lot of awards passed out uh, over the last couple days around the league, and uh, we'll get to see who all shows up to those awards over this weekend conference tournament. Chris, of course, Mount came down here a year ago and won this tournament in three games. They beat Anderson in the first game. Then on Friday, they beat Transylvania. And on Saturday, they eliminated Transylvania and gained a berth in the regionals against the Pioneers on their home field. They'd like to do that again, but Transylvania's got some other ideas. Yeah, I mean, Transylvania comes in. They won the regular season outright, 14-2 and record, only losses to us in Franklin. But the number one seed has not won this tournament since 2015, so they've got that going against them. And obviously, uh, everybody's trying to fight for games, fight the weather, and it's going to be a slugfest all weekend long between these five teams. It is going to be very interesting how we beat the weather here this weekend, and that's kind of the motto for all five teams so far in this tournament. Defiance 21-13 and 13. heading into this one. They finished up 10-6 and six and the third seed coming out of the Heartland Conference. For the Mount, they are 28-9 and nine on the year. They finished up 12-4 and four in the Heartland Conference, and they are the number two seed. And like we said, the Mount is the defending conference champions coming into this tournament, and we talked with Beth Goddard about that before today's game. Beth, before this afternoon's ball game, of course, the delay from the first game. Talk a little bit about... Do you have any apprehensions about this game being delayed and what it'll do to affect the girls? Uh, no, you know we just got here, you know, so we're we'll be fine. Um, it's just about an hour delay, so no big deal. Uh, and we're just the girls are ready to go. They're done with classes, and their concentration is just strictly on softball now. That's the best thing, isn't it? Classes are done. Yep, classes are done. Um, so our seniors have graduated. Our freshmen are now sophomore and all, on the way up. So um, you know, sophomores are junior and juniors are seniors so um, you know we finished classes uh, yesterday and and uh, we're ready to play Beth Camacool is going to go in this game here this afternoon the first game that she pitched against Defiance a couple of weeks ago was a one nothing shutout what did she have going in that game that you want to catch up catch up on and make sure that she's got it going here today um, we just need to go out and make sure she's hitting her spots um, and, you know, make sure we keep them off balance. Uh, they are a great, great hitting team. And just as we did there, we're not going to let Hubble hurt us. Um, and, you know, um, as long as she does well at hitting her spots and getting us on top uh, in the count, then um, I think she's going to do really well against them to- again today. You know, the one thing about Cam is she was on that team last year that won this thing. She didn't really pitch a lot in that tournament last year she didn't uh this is her time you know we rode sarah miller our senior pitcher uh you know last year and you know that's what we're going to do with cam this year um this is your time this is your time to shine um and you know i think um i think she's ready to go and and she's ready to put this team on her back and say let's go as far as we can go i know in the first game a couple of weeks ago you said the, the key to the game was not letting Hubble beat you. Is that still the same game plan today? Same game plan. You know, she's a great hitter and um, have a lot of respect for her. And we're just not going to let her go out and, you know, dictate the game. Uh, if, you know, there's runners in scoring position and she comes up to the plate and I got a spot to put her, I'm going to put her out there because, uh, you know, you take one of the best hitters in the conference outside of uh, Walker, who got player of the year or hitter of the year, um, 
you know, she's right there, and she was last year's uh, player of the year. So you can't let one kid hurt you. Yeah, but this Defiance team, they're a bunch of mashers, aren't they? They sure are, and, um, you know, and we've got to go out and, and uh, take care of business today uh, in this first game because, unfortunately, weather is probably going to play a role on how uh, this tournament plays out. So we've got to have game one. Okay, final question. After the doubleheader sweep last weekend, how have the girls practiced this week heading into today? Oh, they've had great practices. Um, you know, it's we we preach forget about it. Um, and this is actually essentially the start of a new our new season. Um, what happens this weekend is is where we go. Uh, you know, the the. Th- 37 games that we played prior to this point was getting us ready. So that really doesn't mean anything. Um, you know, it's just it's just regular season games. Now the now the important part starts and this is our new season starts today and you know, this is where we win, we continue. Um, and that's that's the important part. Good luck today. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Well, back on April the 23rd, the Lions Won a doubleheader against Defiance up in Northwest Ohio. One to nothing in eight innings. Cam a cool pitching a gem in that one. And then they won the nightcap nine to two. What will happen here this afternoon in tournament play? We'll be back to take that game on and have the starting lineups, the batting orders. We'll go over the starting pitchers and the first pitch for this afternoon's game after this timeout. Your shipping manager left to find himself, leaving you lost. You need to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Indeed Instant Match instantly delivers quality candidates matching your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash hire. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Chris, if you recall back in defiance on that first game, Cam McCool was really squeezed by the home plate umpire where she wasn't able to get a strike call on the outside corner, but she was on the inside corner. So it's really going to be uh, interesting to watch the first couple innings here and see if Cam's going to be able to use both sides of the plate. Yeah, I think Cam just has to continue to get ahead of hitters, stay in the strike zone, and uh, really rely on the offense to give her some runs and, and compete at the plate against bigs. And I think that's going to be the determining factor, and you got to play clean defense in these ball games to win. Well, let's take a look at the batting order this afternoon. First of all, for the Mashers, Defiance Yellow Jackets, 21 and 13 on the year, the number three seed. They will lead off the left fielder, Marissa Roberts. Roberts, a junior, hitting 438. Batting second will be Brooke Silcox. Silcox, a sophomore, she's the third baseman, hitting 444. Kaylin Hubble, with eight homers, 36 RBIs, hitting 483, will bat third and play center field. Destiny Coyle will be the DP and cleanup hitter this afternoon. She's got five homers and 30 RBIs. The freshman hitting 375. Jocelyn Guzman in right field this afternoon hitting 336 will bat sixth. Haley Jurassi is the shortstop. She's batting 287 and she will be batting sixth. It is Sophie Moeller batting seventh, the senior behind the plate this afternoon hitting 240. Amber Krause is at first base. She is hitting 242. The first baseman 
is a freshman. And finally rounding out the lineup, Lainey Grimwood, the second baseman, hitting 179 on the year. She is a sophomore and batting ninth. So it is Roberts, Silcox, and Hubble, the top three. Coyle, Guzman, Jurassi, the middle three. Muller, Krause, and Grimwood are the bottom three. For Megan Warren in her third year as head coach here at Defiance, she's got a career record of 63 wins, 61 defeats. In the Heartland Conference, she is 27 and 21. And Chris, when we talk about this Defiance team in that batting order, they are third in batting at 341, first in home runs with 23, second in RBIs with 196, and third in runs. They scored 215 this year. They can club the softball. Yeah, they, they've got a really good offensive lineup. Uh, you got Robert, Silcox, Hubble, and Coyle. The top half of that lineup is dominant. Uh, a lot of those kids are hitting up over 400, as we'll get into that during the game. But got to be careful with those big-time hitters that can change the game. Every team has two or three hitters that can really change a game, and that's Robert, Silcox, Hubble, and Coyle for Defiance. Boy, believe it or not, the sun is starting to peek through the clouds here, Chris. And if it can stay this way, we might be able to get the not only this one, but the next two games coming up here in this tournament. And they are really hoping that they can get these four games in today because tomorrow's weather forecast just looks atrocious. Yeah, you want to try to stay on schedule with four today. Friday and Saturday look like rain in the forecast and a good day for Sunday. So just trying to get as many as you can. And as Coach Goddard was said, You've got to stay in that winner's bracket to stay in a good standing. Cam McCool will be the starting pitcher this afternoon for the Lions. Cam, the senior, a 1.06 ERA on the season. She finished up 14-4 and on the year. She had 19 starts. This will be her 19th start of the season. This will be her 24th appearance. She completed 18 games, had seven shutouts on the year. Chris, in 119 innings pitched even, she struck out 137, walked only 36, gave up only 24 runs this year, and 18 of those were earned on 76 hits. So she gave up 76 hits in 119 innings of pitching. Cam's been really special in her senior year. As you mentioned, she's got the 14 wins. And uh, as Coach said in the pregame, we're going to ride Cam as long as she can take us on this journey. And uh, she's earned this right, and she's earned a spot in the spotlight. And we'll see what number 11 in white can do today. And last year, like the Lions did with Sarah Miller on the mound, Cam was in the bullpen for almost the entire game, and that's going to be the method that Beth Goddard, Dede Morris, and the rest of the coaching staff for the Lions are going to do in this tournament. Casey Kemp will be in the bullpen, and she will be ready to come in at a moment's notice. Cam McCool getting set to get this one underway. It is game number two of this tournament. Lions in defiance, the two and three seeds. Marissa Roberts will lead it off. Left-handed batter, the left fielder, hitting 438. McCool into the wind, and the pitch is inside for a ball. 1-0 the count. It is 68 degrees here in Lexington, Kentucky, and overcast skies as we get this one underway. We'll check the defense after this next pitch. The 1-0 is a called strike right down Broadway at the knees, 1-1. One one. Lions have Lang in left, McDonald in center, Kennedy in right, Fincham is at third, Cornelius at short, Stevenson at second, Gabbard at first. Of course, B. Ivers behind the plate as she has been all season long, and McCool's 1-1 swung on, top foul and out of play right behind home plate. 
Lions finished first this year in the Heartland Conference in fielding percentage at 9.58, and they committed the least amount of errors in the conference with just 40 this season. But their defense has been a big question mark over the last few games. The 1-2 down low and outside. Ivers had to go on down on a knee and grab that one. Count evens up at 2-2. Two two. Anytime you have good pitching, good defense, you're going to be able to stay in ball games. And then obviously with the offense comes timely base hits. And those are key, three keys for this tournament run. Roberts, 2-2 two, two pitch, swung on and blooped into left field. Lang comes over near the line, dies, and made a catch right near the foul line to start this one. The first out of the game is the line drive to left field. Allie Lang lays out for it, Dave, and that's a star on the first right. out of the game for the left fielder, Allie Lang. Came in and backhanded it near the foul line for the first out of the contest, and it brings up Brooke Silcox. Silcox hitting 444 on the year, right-handed batter, third baseman. Two homers, 25 RBIs, and the first pitch to her popped up to second. Stevenson near the outfield grass, takes it for the second out of the inning. Good start from Cam McCool, gets the fly out, spectacular play by Lang in left, gets Silcox to pop up to Stevenson at second and two outs in the inning, and that steps in to the plate, number 10, Kalen Hubble. And this is who you do not let (laughs) beat you. Beth Godowis and Dee Dee Morris did a great job of it. In the doubleheader back on April 23rd, Hubble was one, two for six in that doubleheader, but no RBIs, and that pitch is down low, bounced in front of the plate. Want to know the count? If you want to face Hubble, you want to face her with nobody on. In that game a couple weeks ago, every time she came up, it felt like there was one or two runners on. Want to know the count? Two down here in the first inning. No score. Pitch to the plate. Swung on. Popped up behind home plate, and it will sneak behind us and out of play. Some of Hubble's numbers through the year. Eight home runs on the year. She leads the team in RBIs with 36, and as Dave mentioned, she's hitting 483 on the year. Just spectacular batting average. Meg Warren in the third base coach's box this afternoon. Head coach. That pitch is over but low. Two and one to count. Hubble from... Anderson, Indiana. She's going to graduate here in the next couple weeks. And Boy, you wonder how Holloway let her get away. <laughs> I think I'd have kidnapped her and put her in my basement for four years. <laughs> Two and one. The pitch of the plate swung on and grounded it short. Cornelius has it. Throw across. Strong throw in time. On the button. And in the inning for Defiance. They get no runs on no hits. Three up, three down. We head to the bottom of the first. It's Defiance Nothing and the Mount coming to bat on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Teaching is my calling. So when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Well, as we return to Hallfield in Lexington, here's the batting order for the Lions. Nothing has changed. Allie Lang will lead it off. The junior playing left field already a stellar play out there, hitting 4-16. Kelsey Stevenson will bat second, the second baseman hitting 289. Macy Cornelius is batting third. She leads the team in hits with 54 so far this year. The shortstop batting 446. Rachel Gabbard will be 
at first base, batting cleanup. The sophomore hitting 372 with three homers, 38 ribbies. Casey Bramble will be the DP this afternoon. Maddie Kennedy batting sixth this afternoon. She is in right field, the freshman hitting 347. Casey Fincham is at third base, batting seventh. She is hitting 353. B. Ivers with 19 ribbies. The junior behind the plate hitting 313. And Emily McDonald in center field. For the Lions hitting 363 and batting ninth. So Lang, Stevenson, and Cornelius are the top three. Gabbard, Bramble, and Kennedy, the middle three. Fincham, Iverson, and McDonald are the bottom three for the Lions. Uh, we've got a delay now as the home plate umpire and one of the base umpires here today. What in the Dude, are over in a, is there a dead animal out in center field? Chris, there's a dead animal out in center field, and they are bringing a box out. Beth Godawas, is that a snake? What is it? Beth Godawas is out in center field collecting whatever it was. The center fielder, Hubble, wanted nothing to do with it. She was walking away, and Godawas went out, took a box of old softballs, took the softballs out of it, and collected whatever was in center field. Brought it back in and threw it away. It's a good way to get the day started. <laughs> <laughs> so, here we go. Lang left-handed against the left-handed pitcher, Biggs. And that pitch is taken upstairs for a ball. 1-0 the count. Biggs, the senior, 9-7 and seven on the year. This will be her 18th start of the season. And that pitch swung on and tapped foul wide of third. And the count evens up at 1-1. One one. She's got a 2.70 ERA. She has struck out 81, walked 38, given up 51 runs, 41 of them earned, and now the third base umpire. We've got three umpires today. Closing now, the gate down on the right field line. A gate wouldn't shut, so we're trying to get this bottom half of the inning started. And that pitch is outside. For, that's a strike. Here we go again. One of those umpires that we've got to wait on for the strike call. One and two the count. The home plate umpire in the first game with Hanover and Franklin was very quick on his calls. And that pitch is outside, two and two. This game, evidently, we're going to have to wait a little while to (laughs) get the determination. Two and two the count to Allie. She was two for six against Defiance in that doubleheader. Bigs into the wind, and the pitch swung on and fouled back. Count stays two and two. Defensively for Defiance, they were second in the Heartland in fielding with a .955 fielding percentage. Robertson left, Hubble in center, Guzman in right. Socox at third, Geraci is at short, Grimwood at second, Krause at first. Moeller behind the plate, Biggs the lefty. Pitches and that pitch is upstairs and Lang held off of it. The count now three and two. Allie putting together a good at bat right here against Biggs. Full count. Boy, remember earlier Lang was hitting the first pitch all the time, but here lately she's been taking a lot of pitches. Payoff pitch, high ball four, Lang leads off with a walk. Good at bat by Allie Lang, disciplined, and was able to draw the walk, and the Lions have their leadoff on first for the first runner of the ball game. Oh, I know you've been talking about all week, one run an inning, and yes. here's where the Lions need to be able to produce and sacrifice in this situation, and Stevenson is hitting 289. 
is in that position. She squares the bunt, lays it out in front of the plate. Good bunt. The throw to first base in time to get Stevenson and taking second is Lang. That is exactly what we've been preaching all week long. Sacrifice bunts and small ball is going to win this thing. And Stevenson does a great job of laying a bunt down and moving Lang to first. Defiant, or moving Lang to second. Defiance does get the out at first for the first out of the inning. Macy Cornelius, 25 RBIs on the year. She was 4 for 9 against Defiance in that doubleheader, hitting 446. And the pitch to the freshman of the year, taken inside for a called strike. Macy has been really special for the Lions. She got that award the other day, freshman of the year, well-deserved, been outstanding at the shortstop position, and their offense, 446 on the year batting average. She's in the front of the batter's box. That pitch swung on line drive into center field. Hubble comes in, plays it on a hop. Lang had to hold up at second to make sure that Hubble couldn't catch it. And she's only advances to third base, but the Lions have runners at first and third. And one away, and it brings up Gabbard. Cornelius stays hot at the plate. Freshman of the year delivers a single out the center. Hard hit ball. Lang had to pause for a second to make sure it got down. It did. Lang gets up to third. Runners at the corners for the big junior, Rachel Gabbard. Gabbard, the sophomore, hitting 372, takes that pitch down low for a ball. These are the moments where you've got to have the timely base hits, Dave. you got runners at the corners, one out. See if they're aggressive with Cornelius. Gabbard, three homers, 38 RBIs, led the team. She was two for five in that double dip against Defiance. That pitch, there goes the runner, throw down to second base. Not in time, and holding a third is Lang. So now the runners are at second and third, and it's a 2-0 and count to Rachel Gabbard. Love the aggressiveness of Macy Cornelius getting the stolen base right there. That's 8 I for 8 too. on the year. Now you got two runners on scoring position yep. for Gabbard. 2-0 pitch is a changeup. Hit the outside corner for a strike. That's a great pitch by Biggs on the changeup. 2-1 count if you're Gabbard. you got to step up right here. Bramble on deck for the Lions. Biggs, number 30 on the back of their purple... Uniforms, tops and bottoms, that pitch taken inside. And the count now 3-1 and one with Casey Bramble ready to hit on deck. Gabbert, the junior from Fort Thomas, Kentucky, Highlands High School. Leads the Lions in RBIs. Can she come up with a timely hit right here and deliver? 3-1, and one. pitch to Rachel, swung on, blooped into right field. Coming in as Guzman plays it on a hop. Lang will come home to score, and it's one nothing mount. Over Defiance here in the first inning of play on the RBI base hit to right by Rachel Gabbard. Gabbard delivers a little bloop over the second baseman's head. Allie Lang scores from third. Cornelius goes from second to third. Runners at the corners, and Gabbard gets her 39th RBI of the season. And the Lions take a one nothing lead, one out in the inning. Cornelius is on at third base now. Runners at first and third. Bramble takes that pitch in tight for a ball. Biggs having a tough time. Trying to hit the strike zone right now. Want to know the count to Casey. If you're the Lions, you've got to continue to score. Cornelius at third, 60 feet away, only one out. Casey Bramble, Lakota West High School. Bramble, pitch to the plate, swung up, bunted, and it will go foul up the first baseline. They were trying to suicide squeeze, and it would have been good had the bunt stayed fair, but... It couldn't. Rolled foul, and the count now one and one. Like the idea. Continue to make this defense think. Continue to make the defense move. You've got runners at the corners, one out. You've been talking all week about one run an inning. I've been talking all all week about being aggressive, and so far so good. That pitch taken inside for a strike. Nice and the pitch. count now one and two. 
Biggs comes inside on Brambles. One-two count. Looking for that big second out in this inning. Bottom of the first here. One-nothing mount. Peering in is Biggs. Runners at first and third. Pitch to the plate. Swung on and fouled over the third base dugout and out of play. Lions are the home team here today. They're in the third base dugout. And the visiting team is Defiance. They're in the first base dugout. Meg Warren brought her team down here last night. Spent the night. One and two count. That pitch low and outside. Bramble. Boy, a tough take there, but good eye. Two and two. You said it, Dave. That is a tough pitch to take, but Bramble got that close eye. Two, two count. Can Casey Bramble, number six, deliver for the Lions? Two runners on, one out. Into the wind. The pitch to the plate. Swung on and blooped down the left field line. It'll go foul. Good at bat right here by Casey Bramble. Being patient, fouling off a couple pitches, seeing a lot of pitches as well. Kennedy is on deck. one nothing Mount. They've picked up two hits in the inning. Bramble. Runner at third is Cornelius. Runner at first is Gabbard. Into the line. The 2-2 pitch swung on and lined on the left field side. Just over. Past the third base bag went foul and it jumping out of the way was Macy Cornelius and might have caught her on the ankle. Yeah, I think it did catch her and she's going to shake that off hopefully and Coach Goddard is checking on her down the left field line. That's why they teach you when you lead off at third base, lead off at foul territory and she was. Never fun. No. (laughs) Especially from a line drive from Casey Bramble. Well, I never could get out of the way of a softball because it's three inches in diameter and my vertical leap is just two <laughs> inches, so it constantly found me. But I was always leading off in foul territory, too. Cornelius is going to be okay. 2-2 two, two count, one out. Runners at the corners for Bramble. Casey is starting to get her timing back at the plate. Pitch to the plate. Swung on, foul back against the screen. And the count remains 2-2. Two and two. Fouled off several pitches in this at bat and... Making bigs really work here in the bottom of the first. Bramble, right-handed batter. We've told you about her turmoil throughout the offseason with the Achilles heel injury, but working her way back and being the DP. The 2-2 swung on and grounded to short. Geraci will come in, throw across the first bases in time, and holding a third is Cornelius now getting back, and they got her going back to the bag. Cornelius let off a little too far, and they reversed it and threw the ball back to third base, and they tagged out Cornelius, and that will end the inning. In the inning for the Lions, they pick a run on two hits, and they leave one on base. As we head to the second, it is the Mount 1, Defiance Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy. And now, I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we could take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside. Ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Dayton Children's. Experts you trust. Caring for the children you love. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris back here in Lexington where the Lions lead it one to nothing. But really, Chris kind of squandered what could have been a big inning. Yeah, that was a great defensive play by Defiance. The shortstop, Geraci, got the first out. Then they doubled off Cornelius throwing behind her at third base. She just 
got off the bag a little bit too far and was unable to what she was going to do. Threw behind her and got her. So with runners at the corners and one out, the Lions get doubled off the end of the inning, and that is a big-time defensive play for Defiance and Biggs. Destiny Coyle will lead it off for the Yellow Jackets. Then comes Jocelyn Guzman and Hallie Geraci. Coyle, the freshman DP, hitting 375 on the season. Five homers and 34 RBIs. The pitch to the plate. Hangs inside for a ball, I guess. Want to know the count? Coyle was named hitter of the week in the HCAC last week, so doing a really good job. 375, five home runs, 30 RBIs. DP position today. That's what she did against the Lions in the first two. That pitch is high and outside for a ball, 2-0. Coyle in the doubleheader on April 23rd was 0 for 6. Matter of fact, when you look at that top three, Robert Silcox and Hubble, they were a combined 4 for 20. That pitch strike at the knees. Yeah, the Lions did a really good job with Robert Silcox and Hubble. Uh, up at Defiance just a couple weeks ago, and they're going to have to do the same thing today. one nothing lead for the Lions, top of the second inning. Good crowd here this afternoon at Hall Field. That pitch swung on and blew foul down the left field side. Boy, there were no hotels to be found in the Lexington area. Uh, you've got Kentucky's graduation. You've got the Kentucky Derby going on just a couple miles down the road in Louisville. HCAC tournament going on. you got five teams and fans coming in. So just a packed house in Lexington this weekend. Two and two. Swung on. Popped up. Foul. Over on the first base side. It'll go out of play. Count stays two and two. Interesting little tidbit, though, about Hanover's bus driver. Evidently, he was John Calipari's bus driver for 13 years. It's got to be a great gig, right? (laughs) Had a national championship ring on. Yep. Coach Corey Collinsworth well, told us today. What was his name? Stan. 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 Yep. I had to look up Stan, the bus driver. And that pitch swung on, fouled over on the third base side, giving Chase Fincham and Lang and Cornelius, but they can't catch up to it as it falls out of play. Destiny Coyle for Defiance was named first team all-conference DP player of the year, so congratulations to her on an outstanding season. McCool looking in. 2-2 pitch to the plate. Called strike three over the outside corner. That is a great pitch by Cam McCool. And that will be her first strike out of the day as she gets Coyle looking on the outside corner. Brings up Jocelyn Guzman. Guzman hitting 336, the right field junior. Against the Lions, she was 2 for 7 with a double in that double header. Left-handed hitter. Slight crouch at the plate, and that pitch is a strike over the outside corner, 0-1. Guzman, the junior from Woodhaven, Michigan, Woodhaven High School. Winner plays tomorrow, supposedly, at 11 a.m. The 0-1 pitch swung on and missed. Boy, that might have been the best fastball so far that McCool has thrown. 0-2. Guzman took a few steps out of the box just to take a couple deep breaths. 0-2 count for McCool. One out, top of the second. Geraci on deck. Pitch to the plate. Swung on the miss. Got her to go after a high pitch out of the strike zone. And that's the second strike out of the ballgame. That is a nice job by Cam McCool. Three pitches for her second strike out of the day. And the second out in this top of the second inning. Brings up Geraci. The shortstop hitting 287. 
right-handed batter, number 16. And she is probably the tallest shortstop in the league. Takes a strike at the belt over the inside part of the plate, 0-1. Teresi, the senior, they've got her listed at six foot even from Springboro, Ohio. She could play on their basketball team, believe me. 0-1 the count. Pitch swung on on a high offering, fouled straight back. Count now 0-2. Geraci coming in, hitting 287. One double, seven. We're in the second inning. one nothing Mount. Two down in the inning. Nobody on. McCool into the wind, and the 0-2 pitch is just off the outside corner, one and two. It's a good pitch right there by Kay McCool. Up in the count, goes off the plate, see if she can get Geraci to, to chase. See Sandy, the bus driver, down the left field side. Always by the dugout, isn't she? By the dugout <laughs> and by the bullpen. The one-two swung on, fouled right into the mask. And off of the helmet of Geraci. Boy, you don't see that very often. And both coaches, Meg Warren and Beth Goderwitz, are out making sure that Geraci is okay. Looks like they're cutting up with her. She's laughing it off. So good to see that she's okay after that play. That thing, I think, hit her right in the mask and then hit the bill of the cap and flipped her helmet off. Her and B. Ivers have a good laugh as she steps back into the box. One and two the count. Two down. Pitch to Geraci. Swung on and missed. Strike three. So McCool strikes out the side. She's retired six in a row here this afternoon. The first six that she has faced. We head to the bottom of the second. It's the Mount One Defiant Stuffing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. When I needed to renew my teaching license, Mount St. Joseph University offered the only program in Ohio that allowed me to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree fully online. The Mount helped me climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Are you ready to focus on your health and well-being? Are you ready to create a culture where the values of health and wholeness are promoted and practiced? I'm Tanya Fosnacht-Jolla, proud MSJ alum and the founder of LIT Wellness Solutions. My years of experience as a registered and licensed dietitian nutritionist have taught me that lasting health transformation requires focusing on all dimensions of well-being and not just physical health. Check us out at LITWellnessSolutions.com to learn more about how you can begin creating a culture of wellness for yourself, your family, and your business. Lions had a couple of runs, or a couple of hits in the first inning, scored a run. They lead it one to nothing. And Matty Kennedy will come up to the plate for the Lions, the right fielder, then Casey Fincham, and I'm going to get this in before you do. Shelbyville, Kentucky's B. Ivers. <laughs> by hey, the way, we went. We had through, a chance to go through Shelbyville we this did morning. Today, we tried to stop by the Chamber of Commerce, but they were closed. <laughs> One nothing, Mount Kennedy, at the plate. The right-handed freshman takes that pitch, a changeup. Over at the letters for a called strike, 1-0 and 0 and 1. Congratulations to Maddie Kennedy, named first team All-HCAC as a freshman. Well-deserved. A one pitch to Kennedy, went for a pitch in the dirt, swung on and missed. And the count now 0-2. Kennedy falls behind 0-2. She was coming in today hitting 400 in conference play and overall hitting 347. She was two for eight with four ribbies in that doubleheader against Defiance. That pitch upstairs above the bill of the cap. One ball, two strikes. Talked about it having competitive at-bats, productive outs. 
Chris, the weather could stay like this throughout the rest of the night. We'd get these four games in. One and two. Went after the changeup way ahead of it. Strike three. That is a big-time pitch for Biggs, and that is a great pitch. He gets Kennedy swinging on the changeup for the first out of the inning and the first strikeout for Biggs. Casey Fincham, the third baseman, will come to the plate. Fincham hitting 353, 20 ribbies on the season. She was one for seven with an RBI against Defiance. That pitch swung on and grounded to short. Jeracy comes in to her left, throws the first in time to get Fincham crossing the bag, and there are two away. That's a quick out for Biggs. Gets Fincham to ground out to the shortstop, Jeracy. She fielded it cleanly, fired across the diamond for the second out of the inning. And we mentioned Sandy, the bus driver, and she leaves beside the dugout and comes down here just to the left of us in the bleachers. There's your Sandy the Bus Driver social report for this <laughs> afternoon. She won't sit down much today. No. Ivers hitting 313, takes it at the belt for a strike right down Broadway on one. Ivers, the junior, hitting really good here in the last couple weeks for the Lions. Has three home runs on the year. She was three for seven against Defiance. That pitch swung on and grounded past the diving third baseman. Silcox throw to first by Geraci, who backhanded it and got her at first on a bang-bang play at the bag. And the Lions go down one, two, three here in the inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nothing across as we head to the third. It's still the Mount 1, Defiance nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. Whether entering the nursing field, changing careers, or expanding your professional skills, innovative simulation labs and a variety of clinical sites prepare you to deliver exceptional patient care. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs taught by highly credentialed faculty, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. If you're looking for a pediatrician that will take time to listen with genuine concern and compassion, make an appointment with Mount St. Joseph alum, Dr. Libby Spees. Call 513-246-8900. Dr. Spees has been a part of the Cincinnati area all of her life and has experienced a lifelong affinity for working with children and helps them feel comfortable. She gets to know the patient, not just their medical charts, but their interests, hobbies, likes, and dislikes. So become a part of the Spees medical family. Call today for an appointment. Dr. Libby Spees, 513-246-8900. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris, right back here at Hallfield in Lexington, Kentucky. one nothing Mount Leeds as we head to the top of the third inning. It will be Moeller, Krause, and Grimwood up for defiance. Cam McCool out on the mound has retired the first six in a row. Last three via the strikeout route. And the first pitch to Moeller is upstairs for a ball. Moeller coming into today hitting 240 with 100 at bat. She's had five runs scored, 24 hits, two doubles, and 13 RBIs. And she is excellent behind the plate. 1 0 swung on, pop foul back near the screen, going back as Ivers trying to grab it and it hits the ledge and then bounces off of her forehead and goes foul. Why, <laughs> everybody is getting banged up in this game. <laughs> Ivers. First you've got Geraci, now Ivers. Taking one off the noggin. One and one the count. Sure we'll hear about that later on tonight. <laughs> one and one the count to the leadoff hitter here in the third. Pitch to Moeller. High and upstairs. Two and one. 
Cam McCool was named first team all-conference this week. B. Ivers behind the plate was an honorable mention. So, How in the world can B. Ivers be honorable mention and not be first or second? Bobby Adams was first team from Bluffton. Second team was Sidney Bostic from Franklin. Two and one pitch is down low, ball three. Boy, oh boy. Three and one. And the pitch to Moeller is a strike at the knees. That was the exact same pitch as yep. the pitch before. Nice Three and job two. by Cam to come back and get that pitch. Full count. You know, we talked a lot about how Cam warmed up a lot last year in the bullpen, but really never got into this tournament. Three and two, swung on a foul back against the screen. Stays three and two. Yes, yeah, Sarah Miller was really outstanding on yeah. that postseason run, and uh, she started all three games in this conference tournament, and the Lions went 3-0 and on the weekend, and as you mentioned, Cam spent a lot of time in that bullpen, but she was always ready to go. Always ready, but she is really a newcomer to this tournament setup also for the Lions. Pitch swung on, popped up on the infield. Cornelius back near the outfield grass and has it for the first out of the inning. That is a big time out right there by Cam McCool to get Moeller to pop up to the shortstop. Cornelius for the first out of the inning here in the top of the third. one nothing Lions. Sunshine trying to peek through the clouds. Overcast skies here in Lexington. One away in the third. one nothing Mount. Amber Krause now up hitting 242 on the year. Swings and fouls that straight back against the screen. Mentioned Cam just kind of going through that postseason last year. Just the experience alone of being here, going through that. She did get a couple of relief innings, and then she also got to start against the regional champs against DePaul. Right. Uh, so she did get a lot of experience just being part of it. The 0-1 pitch swung on and missed. Tied her up inside 0-2. But as Coach Goddard was said, it's her moment. This is her senior this year. She's it. deserved it. And we're going to go as far as she can carry us. And uh, nobody better on the mound for the Lions than number 11. Got to be it. Casey Kemp is not down in the bullpen, though. That's rather surprising. 0-2 the count. That pitch down low in the dirt. Nice stop by Ivers, backhanded it. And Krause, now the count 1-2. and two. Talk about a cool relationship that's kind of developed over the last year since they've kind of met was Casey Kemp and Cam McCool. Man, they two peas in a pod. 1-2, and two, that pitch upstairs, 2-2. Two and two. And a lot of <laughs> folks don't know Sarah and Cam had a absolute... Great relationship last year, and uh, it just speaks to how Cam McCool is as a teammate and as a person that can really bring Casey Kemp on this year and kind of guide her the way. Two and two, that pitch down low, and McCool looks in and just goes, ooh, three and two, the count. Got to continue to battle through adversity. Cam will graduate on Saturday, but she doesn't want to be there. <laughs> the 3-2 swung on, popped up to short again, going back near the outfield grass again as Cornelius for the second out of the inning. So on a full count, McCool gets Krause to pop up to the shortstop, Cornelius, for the second out of the inning. And that'll bring up Grimwood. 179 hitter, the second baseman, number nine batter in the order for Meg Warren. McCool with two down. Two outs in the inning. Lions lead at one nothing here in the third. And that pitch, a strike at the belt. 
you mentioned it, Cam McCool set to graduate. So is Karate Leslie, Caitlin yep. Leslie on this team. So congratulations to them once again on a great accomplishment. And neither one of them want to be at the ceremony <laughs> on Saturday. That pitch strike at the knees, 0-2. Not because they don't want to walk down the aisle, but because... They want to be here. Yeah, no better place to be than on a softball field. It's summer break for all of these girls on the Lions team now, and they're just out here playing ball and enjoying it. That's the way it was last year, too, remember? 0-2. That pitch swung on and lined foul down the left field side, way Ooh, out of play. That got on limestone here in downtown Lexington, and it got a, had hit a car down there. There's a lot of traffic that goes down limestone and several cars passing through. Well, hopefully it's a Farm Bureau client. <laughs> 0-2 the count. And the pitch to Grimwood outside. 1-2. and two. Just a great crowd here as well on a Thursday afternoon. Place is packed up behind home plate out in the outfield. There's a lot of folks with their chairs. 1-2 and two the count to Grimwood. Pitch swung on. Fouled back out of play again. Straight back. Goes outside the park. This park, Chris, is strangely reminiscent of, especially in the around behind home plate of Wrigley Field with all the vinery and and everything and even the brick buildings out in the outfield it's just a nice ambiance here that pitch one and two outside two and two yeah Transy's got a really good setup it's set up right downtown Lexington as you mentioned all brick buildings around which is the campus the brick behind home plate it's got the ivy growing on it it's just a really cool park to play in two and two two outs to Grimwood swung on fouled out of play again Outfield 210 down the lines, 220 to center, but it is a poke to get one out of here for a home run. The warning tracks are almost double the size of what you would see in a normal ballpark. They're about 15 feet wide. Two and two. That pitch swung on and missed in the dirt. Ivers has got to throw to first to complete the strikeout and does. That'll be the fourth K of the ball game for Cam McCool. Another one, two, three inning for Cam and the Lions. We head to the bottom of the third. It is the Mount One Defiance Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options. Free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar Store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris back here in Lexington where the Lions are on top of one to nothing, and they will send up the 9-1-2 and two hitters in this bottom of the third inning. Emily McDonald, then Allie Lang and Kelsey Stevenson. McDonald, 363 on the season, the center fielder. Against Defiance, she was 3-for-7, and tell you one thing, this girl had to be close to being one of the runners-up for the freshman of the year. She has been outstanding both at the plate and in the outfield for the Lions. And the first pitch from Biggs swung on, popped into short left field. Geraci goes in, coming in is Roberts, the left fielder, can't catch it. And McDonald's going to go into second, sliding with a double. That's what makes Emily McDonald so special, Dave. She's athletic, and she's very smart. On a blue pit, she knows that Roberts is going for the dive. She never stops out of the box and stands up, sliding into second, and the Lions have a runner in scoring position. Outstanding job, Emily McDonald. Now it brings up Allie Lang. 
Lang walked her first time and scored the only run of the game. McDonald at second. Pitch. Lang squares, takes it upstairs for a ball. And, boy, good thing because Silcox was about five feet from her when she pulled the bat back. Talk about doing the little things that make a big difference. And running hard out of the box right there for Emily McDonald is exactly what the Lions needed this inning. Want to know the count to Lang squares? Bunts it behind home plate foul. Well, both you and I are agreeing we don't think one run's going to win this game. No, not with Defiance's offense. And, uh, again, Hubble and Silcox and Roberts, they all have got to hit a couple more times. So if you're the Lions here, you got no outs, runner at second, McDonald laying at the plate. you got to find a way to get another run across. One and one to count. Pitch to the plate. Bunter to the uh, first base side. Good bunt. Going to first base is Lang and just beating is the throw to get Lang at first base. So one down, but advancing to third is McDonald. So the sacrifice is complete. That's now two sacrifice bunts on the game for the Lions. Lang gets it down. McDonald goes from second to third. Defiance does get Lang out at first, but now 60 feet away is McDonald, one out in the inning. Kelsey Stevenson, the second baseman, sacrificed her first time. Hits one right down the left field line. Fair for a base hit. That will score McDonald, and it is 2-0 Lions on the RBI single by Kelsey Stevenson. That is big-time confidence for the freshman. Stevenson hits a shot down the left field line for a single, brings in McDonald, and it's 2-0 Lions, bottom of the third. That is her 26th RBI of the season. That is very well done to get the sacrifice bunt, and Stevenson comes up with a timely base hit. Brings up Cornelius, who's singled. And that pitch is at the letters for a strike. 0-1 the count. Just a huge confidence boost right there for 2-4 and White. Kelsey Stevenson, the freshman from Mooresville, delivers for an RBI single. And now you get the freshman of the year. We're in the third inning. That pitch taken inside. Cornelius had to back away from it. 1-1 the count. Had a chance to talk with Cornelius over the last couple days and uh, just talked about the growth that she's had mentally. Um, going through this season and just kind of going through this 37 games has really helped her out. Pitch is a changeup hung upstairs, and the count two and zero. And Biggs, a look of discontent on her face as she walks away from home plate. Two and one, the count. Cornelius coming in hitting 446, 54 hits. Two and one, that pitch in tight, and the count now three and one with Gabbard waiting on deck. And Cornelius one for one on the day, so she's had 55 hits on the year, Dave, as a freshman. Unbelievable. Stevenson at first. One out. Pitch. Upstairs. Ball four. A nice A-B by number one. Macy Cornelius draws the walk. Stevenson goes up to second. So there's two runners on. Cornelius at first. Stevenson at second. One out in the inning. And that brings up 35, Rachel Gabbard. So Stevenson is at second. Cornelius is at first. One down in the inning. And Gabbard is up. She singled in the only run of the ball game up to that point. Her last at bat. And the pitch down low. Nice stop by Moeller. Backhanded it. 1-0. That's a nice play by the catcher. Moeller behind the plate. Stevenson got a big jump off second but had to bounce back. Two runners on. One out for Gabbard. 2 nothing Lions. Bottom of the third. You got to come up with more in this inning though, Chris. That pitch in tight. Yeah, Biggs is falling behind the hitter 2-0 again, and if you're the Lions offense, you've got to continue to score runs. Casey Bramble is on deck. Gabbert was named second team all-conference. Rachel, first baseman, 
The 2-0 pitch. She had the green light but took it upstairs but called a strike, 2-1. and one. <laughs> You knew Gabbard wanted to unleash on that one, but being patient, staying competitive at the plate, that's what she does. It was high, but caught the letters, 2-1 and one to count. And the pitch swung on. Fly ball out into right center field in the ter- Bermuda Triangle. It drops. Rounding third, second, and going to third is Stevenson, and she's going to hold right there as the throw overwent the third baseman Silcox but hit the screen and the bases are loaded after a base hit out into right center field by Rachel Gabbard yeah just a bloop from Rachel Gabbard and Guzman the right fielder came up firing trying to get Stevenson at third unable to do so and Stevenson moves up to third Cornelius moves up to second and Gabbard singles bases juiced one out for Bramble Cornelius and Stevenson had to hold up because they didn't know if Guzman was going to be able to catch up to it but it hit right in between the trio and the one-out pitch to Bramble. Tried to check her swing, but went too far on a pitch in the dirt, 0-1. Talk about a big-time moment in this game. You've got bases loaded, a 2-0 lead, one out, and Casey Bramble at the plate for the Lions. Kennedy is on deck. Bramble, 0-1, the pitch. Takes it upstairs, ball, 1-1 one one the count. Bramble was able to come up with putting the ball in play against Defiance in game one a couple weeks ago. Got Geraci to... Calls the air at shortstop, which brought in the game-winning run for the Lions. But can Bramble deliver in the HCAC conference this afternoon? One and one. That pitch called strike at the knees. She was taking all the way. One and two. Bramble coming into today. She's only had a couple at bats this year. Hitting 217. Hasn't really got her feeding, but she's continuing to see live pitching. And as you mentioned, Dave, she continues to get better. Yep. A one-two pitch high. Two and two. Got speed at Cornelius at second, so any ball in the outfield, you would expect Coach Goddard was to be aggressive. Two balls, two strikes, one down, two nothing mount. Bases are loaded here in the third. That pitch swung on, fouled out of play over the third base dugout. And the count stays three and two. Lions with five hits so far in this game, two nothing lead. Gabbert, two for two on the day with an RBI. Stevenson with a big time hit with an RBI. Lang and Cornelius with walks. And the 2-2 pitch. Checked her swing. Stayed upstairs. Ball three. Three and two to Casey. Great eye by Bramble not to chase something upstairs. Full count. Bases loaded. One out. Biggs has got to make a pitch and Bramble's got to deliver. She's 0 for 1 in this one. Three and two. Pitch to Bramble. Down low. Ball four. Lions lead at 3 nothing. Biggs walks Bramble and walks in the third run for the Lions. 3 nothing. Bases loaded. Bramble at first. Gabbert will move up to second. And Cornelius to third. Dave, it's 3 to nothing, And Megan Warren's going to go out to the mound. Stevenson comes home to score. As Bramble walks, that'll be an RBI for Casey. And it is 3 nothing. the mound as they come up with two runs here in the inning. Talked about just being patient at the plate, competitive at bats. And so far early on, this offense has done a really good job at that. It looks like we're going to have a runner for Rachel Gabbert as Coach Goddard comes to the home plate umpire. I would guess it would be Alyssa Whitmer, but, and it will be. And it will be. Zero. She is normally the first runner the Lions use. <laughs> Been that way for yep. two years now. To find her role on this team, and she accepts it as Bramble goes this, back to first. This is no no derogatory statement, but Beth is about as easy to predict as a coach as you <laughs> can get. Whitmer goes to second. Cornelius at third, so freshman Maddie Kennedy will come up with a 3 nothing lead. Only one out in the inning. Bases are still loaded. 
Cornelius at third. Gabbard at second. Bramble at first. And that pitch taken at the knees for a strike. Starts her off with a changeup, and Kennedy shakes her head at the plate. 0-1 count for Biggs. Kennedy the freshman. Can she come up with this timely hit? 0-1 the count. Pitch upstairs. And the count evens up at 1-1. One and one. Talk about a kid that took advantage of an opportunity. You're looking at it, number four, Maddie Kennedy. Oh, her and Emily McDonald. One and one. Pitch to the plate in tight. Maddie turned away from it. Moeller behind the plate, not happy with that pitch call. Yeah, she really paused. fired the ball back at Biggs. Yeah, she paused with that ball and fired it back to Biggs. Just unhappy. 2-1 count. Bases loaded. One out. Kennedy, right-handed batter, the freshman. 2-1, swung on and missed. <laughs> Took a big cut on that one. Coach Goddard was just laughing, telling her, take a deep breath and relax. Telling her just to relax. <laughs> well, it was in her wheelhouse, and she went for it. 2-2. <laughs> two two. Fincham is on deck. Base is loaded. Pitch hit down the third baseline. Grabbed by Silcox. Throw to home. Got the out there, but that's all they will get. As they cut down Cornelius at the plate on the fielder's choice. Nice job by Silcox. It was a slow roller to her at third. She comes home to Muller to get the out. That's two outs in the inning, but still bases loaded for the Lions. That means Gabbard moves up to third, or excuse me, Whitmer moves up to third. Bramble is at second, and the pitch to the plate is a strike over the outside corner. Chris, I will never understand... That pitch was all the, that ball was all the way back to the pitcher before the home plate umpire let everybody know in the outfield bleachers what it was. That's back to back batters that yeah. Biggs is starting her off with a changeup. 0 and 1, that pitch, a called strike. And the count now 0 and 2 to Fincham. Fincham grounded out to short. Base is still loaded. Fincham with 20 RBIs on the year. 0 2 count. Lions lead it 3 to nothing. Pitch to the plate. As called strike three, and Fincham looks at it in disbelief, and that will do it for the Lions in the inning as Fincham goes down looking, but in the inning for the Lions. They get two runs on, three hits, and they leave three on base. No errors for Defiance as we head to the fourth inning of play. It's the Lions three, Defiance nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Chris Morris and Dave Mitchell right back here at Lexington's Hall Field where the Lions now lead it 3 to nothing, heading into the top of the fourth inning. The winner of this game will play tomorrow morning, supposedly at 11 a.m. Nobody here thinks there's a snowball's chance in you-know-where that we'll be playing softball tomorrow. So everything will probably, Chris, get pushed back to Saturday. Yeah, per, per the forecast, looks like we're going to be okay for tonight's games all the way through. But tomorrow just looks like rain all day long. Loser of this game will play tonight at 7. And it'll be Roberts. Roberts pops it up. To
to third base. Going over near the line is Fincham behind the bag and has it for the first out of the inning. That is a big out for McCool. Gets a one-pitch out out of Roberts to pop up to the third baseman, Fincham, for the first out of the inning. Silcox popped out to second her first time, right-handed batter. This top three in the order, Roberts, Silcox, and Hubble, all hitting over 438. Into the wind and the pitch upstairs to Silcox. One or no the count. Silcox was named second team all conference, so congratulations to her. Outstanding year at third base. Into the wind and the one out pitch is down below the knees. Two and O. Oh. Silcox, Hubble, and Roberts are all in the top ten in the conference in hitting. 2-0, oh, one down, pitch upstairs. Silcox looked like she ducked underneath it, and the count now 3-0, and, oh, and this is the first time Cam has been behind in the count 3-0. and oh. Don't want to put Silcox on. Hubble's on deck for defiance. And that pitch right down Broadway. Fly ball right field coming in. Kennedy has to play it on a bounce. Smart play by Kennedy. Just a blue pit by Silcox on a 3-0 pitch. Out to right field. Kennedy plays it on a bounce. Silcox is on and now brings up Hubble. But that shows you the confidence that Meg Warren has in this top three. 3-0 three and oh in the count and she lets Silcox green light. hit away. Yeah, green light. and I mean, Robert Silcox and Hubble top 11 in the country in doubles. So now that brings up Caitlin Hubble. Hubble. First in the conference in slugging percentage at 842 and OPS at 1.350. She has been outstanding. And the pitch is a strike over the outside corner. Got to be careful with Hubble here. 3-0 lead, but with one swing of the bat, it can be 3-2. She bounced to short her first time up. This is the player that Beth Goddard says, we are not going to let her beat us. That pitch high. One and one. Hubble ranks 36 in the country in batting average. Defiance ranks 44 in the country in batting average and 44th in the country in home runs. This is a elite offense. This is where Hubble can be most dangerous. You don't want her to beat you, but you don't want to pitch around her either. That pitch, strike two at the knees. That's a great pitch by Cam McCool. Keep it low in the zone. Now you're up in the count. One, two, Silcox on first. For Defiance, one out in the inning, top of the four, three-nothing lead Lions. McCool, the one-two pitch. Swung on, popped foul, and out of play over the third base side. Count stays at one and two. By the way, that hit by Silcox was the first hit of the ball game by Defiance, and it broke a streak of ten in a row that McCool had retired. One and two. Cam into the wind. The pitch. Swung on and missed. Got her swinging. That is a big time pitch for Cam McCool. Gets her on the changeup and gets Hubble swinging. That's five strikeouts for Cam McCool and a major out. That is two down in the inning and Silcox still at first. And it brings up Destiny Coyle who struck out looking her first time. She is 0 for 1 in the ball game. We're in the fourth. Two down. Silcox at first. Lions lead at 3 nothing. McCool peers in, looks for the sign. Now that pitch is swung on and fouled against the screen. Coyle coming into today with five home runs, 30 RBIs. Silcox at first, but that's a big strikeout on Hubble, isn't it, Dave? Huge. Absolutely huge when you can get that kind of hitter out on a pitch 
like that. 0-1 the count. Now to Coyle. Pitch up around the bill of the cap. 1-1 the count. Silcox still at first base. Love the answer from the Lions today after coming off the sweep against Hanover that cost them the regular season. I thought they were going to come back with a lot of energy, and they have so far today. We didn't even talk about that. 1-1. Pitch swung on. Fouled straight back over the bleachers and bounces around the bleachers. Coach Collinsworth has to make that play up there at the top. Coach of the year for Hanover. Got her first win today against Franklin in the conference tournament and uh, almost got a foul ball. She's going to be playing the next game against Transy. Comes up right after this one. The 1-2 pitch down low. Boy, just checking her swing was Coyle. 2-2. So Transy will play Hanover in the next game. The loser of this game will play Franklin in the final game of the night. It is very important because of the weather that you stay in the upper part of this bracket. Two and two. Swung on a grounded wide of third and foul. Meg Warren says, I'm not trying to grab that one and just <laughs> skipped out of the way of it. Yeah, you're exactly right, Dave. You <laughs> want to stay in that winner's bracket. With the weather and the forecast, you do not want to get down into that loser's bracket if you're any team at all. Meg Warren came up and said hello to us. She called herself the most popular fan that we have. That pitch is upstairs. It sounds like from all the coaches in the conference, everybody tunes in at some point. Transy was listening in on Sunday against Hanover. I mean, it's not it's not an ego thing, but these coaches, they just come up and they say, we learned so much listening to you guys. All they learn is that you're a member of the Chamber of Commerce in Shelbyville. 3-2 <laughs> and two pitch swung on, line down the left field line. Lane giving chase, it'll get Byron up against the wall and go all the way to the screen. Silcox is going to round third. She's going to score, and that will make it. A 3-1 to one game on the RBI double by Destiny Coyle down the left field side. Coyle comes up in a big situation for Defiance. Ropes one down the left field line. It rattles around in the corner. And Silcox goes first to home. And it's 3-1. to one, And Defiance has come alive offensively. Coyle with the RBI double. Picks up her 31st RBI of the series of the year. excuse me, And it brings up Jocelyn Guzman. Guzman with two outs, runner at second now in a 3-1 to ball game. And now the base umpire has called time. Right. <laughs> He's got the Right when she was going to go to pitch. Now he wants to go to the mound and talk to McCool. There had to be another reason that he... Now he wants to bring in the first base umpire. And they're going to talk things over and... Uh, they wanted the first base umpire to move back near the second baseman into the outfield. That's why the third base umpire called timeout, but he interrupted the motion by McCool to get this accomplished. Two down in the inning. Guzman, left-handed batter. And the first pitch is high and outside for a ball. I've said this time and time again, Chris. They don't need to look for things to call. Just call the game. That's a conversation to have after the after inning. inning. 1-0 the count. Into the wind and the pitch. Swung on it. Missed. Guzman had a nice cut on a fastball. Nice job by Kamakul. Have to battle. We talked about defiance. They're going to score runs. Their offense is elite. They're going to give runs, and yep. the, the Lions' offense has to continue to battle as well. That's why we said one run isn't going to do it. 1-1 one, one pitch is down low. 
Two and one. Sun's starting to peek out. Tell you what, actually it's pretty gorgeous out right now. Yeah, it's great weather so far today. Game number two here in the HCAC tournament from Lexington. 2-1 pitch is just off the outside corner, 3-1. and one. By the way, Casey Kemp is up now for the Lions and warming up in the bullpen down the left field side. 3-1 and one the count, two down here in the inning. Runner at second base is Coyle after the RBI double. And the pitch to Guzman swung on and missed. Went after a rise ball. And the count now full at three and two. Thought Guzman swung at ball four right there. Dave chased one up in the zone. Full count, two outs. Runner at second for defiance. Guzman, three and two. McCool, payoff pitch to the plate. Foul back against the screen, so Guzman stays alive. Big moment in this game, Dave. Defiance has a runner in scoring position. It's a 3-1 game. McCool's looking to get out of this fourth inning. 3-1, Lions lead it. Coyle at second. Guzman, the pitch, swung foul back against the screen again. Guzman putting together a nice A-B here. Full count, fouling off the last two pitches, making McCool work for the last out of the inning. You don't want to see McCool give in to Guzman here just because it's 3-2 and two with first base open. You got Geraci on deck who's a right-handed hitter. 3-2 and two, and the pitch to Guzman. Down low, ball four. She didn't give in. Good pitch. But Guzman held off of it. The walk sends Guzman down to first base. So runners at first and second. And it brings up Hallie Geraci. And Beth Godowitz is going to go to the mound. Just the first walk of the day for Cam. She's got five strikeouts. Giving up one run so far today off two hits. Three to one game. Top of the fourth. This is just a conversation to calm everybody down and tell Cam to go to work right here. For, trust her defense. Runners at first and second for defiance. But it's a big opportunity for this defiance offense to get back into this game. Well, if you want to know how far behind we are in this tournament, we are in the top of the fourth inning of game number two, and it's just now about five o'clock, and game three was supposed to start right now. The tournament got underway late because Franklin's bus broke down, and we had to wait for them to get here. Hanover's bus driver actually had to go pick them up. Yeah. Two down in the inning, runners at first and second. Brings up Geraci, who struck out. She's 0 for 1 in the ball game. The wind and the pitch to the right-handed shortstop swung on and missed. Geraci hitting 287 on the year with 27 hits, 8 doubles, 2 home runs, and 21 RBIs. 2 on for Defiance, 2 outs. Coyle at second, Guzman at first. The 0-1 pitch to Geraci. Called strike. No, just off the inside part of the plate. Count evens 1-1. One and one. 2 down in the inning. McCool. Into the line, the 1-1 pitch, swung on, popped up, foul territory, third base side, Fincham's under it, and has it to end the inning for the Lions. But in the inning, the Lions give up one run here to Defiance, and as we head to the bottom of the fourth, it's now the Mount 3, Defiance 1 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. 
Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Well, as we head to the bottom of the fourth inning, the Lions are leading it 3-1. to one. They picked up a run in the first, two in the set, in the third, excuse me, and they gave up one run to Defiance in the top of this inning, and it will bring to the plate B. Ivers, Emily McDonald, and Allie Lang. Ivers coming in today, hitting 313, off 30 hits, eight doubles, one triple, three home runs, and 19 RBIs. Just been outstanding defensively behind the plate for the Lions all year long as she gets ready to step into the box here in the bottom of the fourth. Lions, losers of two in a row. First time this year they've done that. Ivers hits one out into short center field. Coming in is Hubble. Backhands and caught the ball. Great play by the center fielder. Hubble comes in on a bloop, makes a diving catch. That's two diving catches, one by Lang. Now this time by Hubble. Outstanding play by the defiant center fielder. Well, I really like her, Chris. It's going to be a shame that she's a senior can't play anymore. I know she plays for the opposing team, but boy, is she fun to watch. She is a player, Dave, and she is outstanding. Emily McDonald with one away in the inning. Had a double and scored her last time up. Takes that up above the bill of the cap. One or another count. When you can take away hits as a defense, those are big-time plays in a game. And that was a bloop off of Ivers' bat. Hubble dives in center field for a first out. The 1-0 pitch. Called strike at the belt. 1-1. One one. Talk Hubble. about a kid that's going to be a player. It's 7 at the plate right here for the Lions. She's already showed it early in this game. But really like what Emily McDonald brings to this lineup. 1-1 one one pitch to Emily. Bounced in front of the plate. And the count now goes to 2-1. and one. Going to say Hubble started her sophomore year in the center, moved to the infield last year, and then went back to center this year. And she likes it better in center, according to Meg Warren. Two and one the count. Pitch swung on, popped up on the infield. High pop up. Second baseman is Grimwood. Parks herself underneath it and takes it for the second out of the inning. Great communication with Grimwood and Geraci. Grimwood calls her off. It's just a pop-up in between those two for the second out of the inning. McDonald pops up. You know, it's tournament time. I brought my pencil sharpener with me this year. (laughs) Boy, we're in a very, very... Allie Lang comes up, and she takes that pitch over the inside corner for a strike. I was going to say, we're in a very different location this year than we were last year. We are just to the right of home plate this year. Last year we were out underneath the scoreboard in right center field. And that pitch outside to Alley. One and one the countdown. So far three of the five hits have come from the freshman Cornelius, Stevenson, and McDonald. Two down in the inning. Bases empty. Lions lead at three to one. We're in the bottom of the fourth. Pitch to the plate. Swung on. Pop foul off third base side. And Defiance Roberts tried to come in from left field to grab it, but couldn't catch up to it and the count goes to one and two Stevenson is on deck if Allie can keep it alive she has not been to bat officially she walked and scored her first time and sacrificed her last time up Allie was named second team all conference left fielder number two for the Lions one and two two down in the inning pitch swung on and slapped foul near the third base bag Tomorrow the game times are 11, 1, 3, and 5. 
But we're not anticipating playing tomorrow. Just keep an eye on Twitter and the Mount website as that pitch is fouled back near the screen. And you can also check out the HCAC website. They'll keep it up all weekend long with the box scores and scores from every single game, game times. Just continue to check social media as we go through this weekend. One and two, two outs to Allie Lang. Stevenson is on deck. Here in the bottom of the fourth. That pitch swung on, grounded past the mound. Geraci comes in behind the mound, throw to first. Is in time for the out, and that is about as highly questionable an out call as you can get. But in the inning, the Lions go one, two, three. We head to the fifth inning of play. It is the Mount 3 Defiance 1 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Sometimes circumstances require the services of a private investigator. And when that happens, contact Official Investigations and Security Services in Cincinnati. They specialize in surveillance, insurance fraud investigations, workers' comp, witness location and protection, accident reconstruction, and stolen auto and construction equipment. Official Investigations and Security Services also provide mobile notary services throughout the tri-state area. So for your needs, call the best. Courtesy, professionalism, experience, and results. Official investigations and security services at 844-263-3424. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. Sophie Moeller, the catcher for Defiance, will lead it off for the Yellow Jackets. Moeller grounded to or popped out to short her last time up. Takes that pitch upstairs for a ball. Your four-inning line score so far. The Mount three runs on five hits, no errors. The Mount has left four on base. And for Defiance, one run on two hits, no errors. They have left two on base. We're in the fifth. It's three to one Lions. And that pitch taken at the belt. Moeller has not been happy with the home plate umpire in the gear or out of it in the batter's <laughs> box as she turned in disbelief on that pitch. Defiance will bring up 7-8-9 in the lineup. One and one the count. Kraus on deck, then Grimwood in the hole. That pitch taken at the knees for a called strike two. She did not enjoy that call as well, Davis. She shakes her head, takes a deep breath, and steps into the box. Into the wind is Cam, and the pitch swung on and tapped foul on the third base side. Allie Lang is in left field. Maddie Kennedy in right, and in center is Emily McDonald. At first is Gabbard, Stevenson at second for the Lions. Cornelius at short, and Fincham is at third. McCool, one and two to the leadoff hitter in this inning. Swing on, popped up near first base. Stevenson is going to call for it. And grab it for the first out. Good talk by Stevenson. This is pop-up right to the second baseman. Takes a few steps in the infield and gathers it for the first out of the inning. Chris, the big question coming into this game was how would the Lions bounce back after losing those two games at Hanover on Sunday? And so far, so good. Brought a lot of energy and playing well so far. Pitch to Krause is a strike over the outside corner. 0-1. 
And you just worry about a young team. Again, you get a freshman at shortstop, second, right field, and center field, and uh, you just lean on those veterans of Gabbert, Ivers, and McCool to gather them through this week, and they had a really good week of practice. 0-1 the count, swung on, pop foul behind home plate, giving chase as Ivers, but it hits up near the top of the screen, so it's foul. And the count is 0-2. I like how Cam comes in on those balls, both behind home plate and foul territory. She picks up Ivers' mask for gives her a little tap on the head. Just a true leader, number 11 in the circle for the Lions. Cam looking in for the sign. Now looks at her pitch card and the 0-2 pitch down low. Looks like a dropper. And the count one and two. Biggs up near 71 pitches. Came a cool nearing 80 pitches in this ball game. Top of the fifth, three to one Lions. So far she's thrown 50 strikes out of those 80. One and two. Pitch to the plate. Swung on, fouled back on the left field side. Not a play. Cloud starting to roll in again behind the third base dugout. Just need to get two more games in after this one. This is game number two of four. <laughs> you say just. That's all we've got to do is just get two more in. One and two to count. Pitch to the plate. High. Two and two. I mean, it is just that simple. But <laughs> it's a lot simpler saying it than actually doing it. It is. <laughs> two and two. One down here in the inning. Kraus. 0 for 1. Even in the count. 2 and 2. Pitch swung on. Popped up behind home plate. Ivers loses the mask. Right near home. Grabs it for the second out of the inning. Dave, there is no better catcher in this league than Elizabeth Ivers. When the ball is up in foul territory, she gets her mask off. Her teammates talk with her. And she gets it every single time. That's why I say I can't believe she got honorable mention. She hits over 300. She drives in clutch runs. She's an outstanding catcher. There is no way there are two other catchers in this league that are better than her. Nice play by Ivers. That's the second out of the inning, top of the fifth. Grimwald 0 for 1 in the ballgame. Pitch to the plate. Swung on, fouled out of play over the third base side again. Roberts, the leadoff, is on deck for defiance. So Cam would love to get Grimwood here to end the inning and then start with the 1-2-3 in the sixth inning. Lions leading at 3-1. to one. We're in. The top of the fifth. Into the wind, Cam. The pitch swung on. Pop foul on the first base side. Gabbard will chase it down and let Ivers grab it. Five hits for the Lions on the day. Two hits for Defiance. One by Silcox, one by Coyle. And for the Lions, a hit for Stevenson, Cornelius. Two for Gabbard and one for McDonald. 0-2 the count. Two down in the inning. Base is empty. Pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed. She got Grimwood to go down swinging on a high riser on that, and that will be the sixth strikeout of the game produced by Cam McCool. Three up, three down for Defiance. We head to the bottom of the fifth. It's still the Mount 3, Defiance 1 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports. UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, Softball, baseball, we are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, the coach of the year just walked by us. (laughs) I love messing with Corey Collinsworth. We're good friends. 
her and Dee Dee played against each other and uh, coached against the other for the last five years and just uh, have a great relationship with them. And uh, congratulations to Hanover on winning game number one over Franklin as they get set for this next game against Transylvania. I'm no fashion expert at all. I mean, obviously, when you look at what I wear. <laughs> but what did you do to Dee Dee's hair? I did not do anything. That's those 25 girls in that dugout that <laughs> talk her into doing a lot of things. Handshakes, doing the hair. She says you got to fit in if you're the coach. That's what Stevenson she will lead it off, and that pitch is a change-up over below for a ball. Stevenson had the big-time single out to left yep. field that drove in a run early in this ball game. The freshman second baseman. One for one, an RBI and a run scored so far, and a sacrifice. That pitch is a strike. And the count evens up at one and one. Nice day for Kelsey so far. Good to see, man. She's a great kid. She's a hard worker, and she is an unbelievable player. Cornelius on deck, Gabbard in the hole. And the 1-1 pitch grounded wide of third. Big stone, a lot of change-ups in this game. More change-ups than she threw back on the 23rd. Yes, I agree. And in her outing in that day, she had two walks, four strikeouts, zero earned runs. The one run came off an air at the shortstop position. And that pitch swung on and lined into right center field by Stevenson for a base hit. Coming over is Guzman to get it in quickly, but Stevenson is on it first on the base hit to right center field. David, so good to see for Stevenson, a kid that was not hitting it as well as she wanted to. And now two hits on the ball game for her, and that's scary if she can get going for this Lions offense. Macy Cornelius will now come to the plate, and I believe we're going to have a pinch runner for Stevenson, and we will. And it's going to be Karate. Coming to first base, Caitlin Leslie will go to first base to run for Stevenson. Senior set to graduate on Saturday, and as Dave mentioned, hopes to be here in Lexington with us instead of walking across that stage. Cornelius now up to the plate. She has singled and walked. There's a bunt up the first base side. Grabbing it is the first baseman, Krause. Throw to first base in time to get Cornelius and down to second is Leslie on the sacrifice. Lions are doing the small thing so far, Dave. Cornelius the leading batting average on this team was asked to put down a sacrifice bunch. She does so. Karate moves up to second and with one out in the inning here comes Gabbard. Gabbard two for two in the ball game. She singled to right center field twice with an RBI. Three to one Lions. Runner at second base is Leslie and Gabbard takes that one at the knees. 0-1. Beth barking at the home plate umpire, said it was low. That pitch swung on and flying down the left field line. Fair ball into the corner. Leslie's going to hold right at third. Roberts bobbled the ball out in left field, and Coach Goddard was selects to hold up Karate at third. Runners at the corners, one out for Casey Bramble. Rachel Gabbard having an outstanding day, three for three on the day. Brings up Casey Bramble, who walked in on RBI her last time up. And grounded out to short, so looked, she is 0 for 1. Looked like Karate didn't get a good jump at second, wanted to make sure it got past the third baseman. And that pitch swung on and blooped to the shortstop, Geraci, and she'll grab it almost in her footsteps. Looks to throw to first, but getting back is Gabbard, and there are two outs. Yeah, smart base running by Karate at third, Gabbard at first, but if you're the Lions, you've got runners at the corners, two outs. You need to find a way to get Karate in 60 now, feet away. Now the freshman, Kennedy. Grounds it to short. Geraci on one knee. Throws to second. In time to get Gabbard. 
and that will do it here in the inning. But in the inning for the Lions, they pick up no runs on two hits, and they leave two no defiance errors. We head to the bottom of the fifth. It's the top of the order for the Yellow Jackets. As we head to the sixth, it's still Mount 3 and Defiance 1 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Changing lives is what great teachers do. Mount St. Joseph University's reading science program that uses highly effective research-based methods improved my students' lives and helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash read. Barbarian Apparel is a cutting-edge sports apparel company. Barbarian Apparel provides high-quality team gear and active wear that is unrivaled at a great price. Barbarian Apparel fits not only individuals, but teams all over the world. And your team will stand out with Barbarian's custom sublimation, artwork, and screen printing. Each piece of team uniform is specifically designed with your preferences in mind, including graphics, color, logos, and fabric selections. Start your order today at BarbarianApparel.com or email any questions at barbariancustomers at gmail.com. Barbarian Apparel, conquered the impossible. Chris, top of the order coming up for Defiance. This is really a huge inning for Cam McCool and the Lions. Yeah, as we head to the top of the six, it's three nothing, three to one Lions, and you get one, two, three in this Defiance lineup. This is a big time inning for both of these teams. Roberts 0 for 2 in the ballgame. She's lined out to left on a great play by Allie Lang. And popped out the third and she hits that one over the shortstop's head and into left center field. Backhanding in as McDonald gets it in, but Roberts goes into second with a stand-up double. That's a big-time play by the leadoff, Roberts. She doubles out to left center field and Defiance has something going, no outs. And that'll bring up Brooke Silcox. Silcox, one for two in the ball game. Roberts leads off the inning with a double. Hubble is on deck. Silcox, one for two in the contest with a run scored. The only run Defiance has had so far. It is three to one Lions. McCool into the wind and the pitch. Call strike right down Main Street. If you're Defiance right here, this is where you want to be. Roberts at second. You've got Silcox at the plate. Hubble on deck. Coil in the hole. K. McCool is going to have to work this inning. Silcox, 25 RBIs on the year. The pitch swung on and lined foul over the third base dugout, way out of play. And the coach Megan Warren knows. You can tell on her face she knows this is the moment for defiance offensively. There comes a time in every game, and this is it for both of these ball clubs. 0-2 the count. Nobody down in the inning. Roberts at second. The pitch swung on, popped up on the infield. Fincham in foul territory. Calls for it and has it for the first out of the inning. And now first base is open with Hubble up. What do you do? <laughs> we'll see what Coach Goddard with selects to do. One out in the inning as Fincham gets the first out. Roberts is still at second, and here comes Hubble with one swing of the bat. Can tie this thing Yeah. Up. Boy, oh, boy, I'm not giving her anything over the inside part of the plate. She wants to go to right field fine. One away. They're going to pitch to her. The pitch is upstairs. Roberts has speed at second. You would expect Megan Warren to be really aggressive here. Three to one ball game with Hubble at the plate. Coil on deck. Hubble, the right-handed hitter, player of the year a year ago, just missed on it this year. The one-zero pitch swung on foul back to the screen. Boy, she had a good cut. You know she wants to be in this moment. Right now for Defiance, and if you're the Lions, you've got to play defense behind Cam McCool and see if 11 can get this done. One and one the count. 
One away. Roberts at second. Pitch swung on and missed. Tied her up on a high and tight fastball. And the count now one and two. Big time pitch for Cam McCool. Roberts still at second. One out. One two count. Three to one game. Lions. Hubble the senior. McCool the senior. Roberts at second. One and two the count. And McCool's pitch to the plate. High and outside. Two and two. What a battle right now, Dave. That's one of those pitches, Chris, <laughs> that I think if she'd have thrown her right down the middle, Hubble would have been tied up so much she expected her to go high and outside. Two and two. Pitch to the plate. Change up. Fly ball. Left field. Going back lane. Coming over McDonald. McDonald has it. There's the tag at second. Throw to third. It'll be cut off by Cornelius. And holding at third base right there is Roberts. They're going to ask if Roberts left early. They're going to appeal down at second base. Step on the bag, and neither umpire is going to call it. And they look at each other and say, okay, she's safe. He's got to make that call. Oh, my. The field umpire did not make the call. He's standing right by the bag. He did not want to make the call. He's the same umpire that they had to change mechanics on three innings ago, and he wasn't watching. That's a big out, though. That is. flies out to center field, but Roberts does move up to third. Two outs in the inning, Coyle at the plate. Coyle doubled her last time up, had an RBI. Runner at third, swung on and missed. If you're Cam McCool right here, you've got to buckle down defensively for the Lions. You've got to make the play. Roberts is 60 feet away for defiance. Three to one game, two outs, top of the six. 0-1 the count. McCool to Coyle, the right-handed hitter. Swung on and tapped foul. And it bounced off the facing of the dugout. And the count now 0-2. Roberts at third base. After that fly out to center by Hubble. McCool, 0-2. Wish she just put it right down the center. And just put it there and they called it high. 1-2. and two. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you tough pitch to take. Uh, tough pitch to call. Here we go on a 1-2 count. 1-2. and two. Pitch to Coyle. Down low. Nice stop by Ivers. Had to go down on a knee and scoop that out of the dirt. 2-2. Two and two. Roberts 60 feet away for defiance. 2-2 two, two count. Two outs. 3-1 to one game. Top of the six. Guzman is on deck if Coyle can keep it alive. Two balls. Two strikes. Two outs. Runner at third. Pitch swung on. Fly ball. Foul. And out of play down the left field side. That made it onto Limestone Street. That ball was crushed down the left field line by Coyle. Coyle the freshman. Two and two. Coyle does have one RBI on the day. The lone one for Defiance. And that pitch changed up. And she leaned into it and got hit in the elbow. Nope. They're going to call that she leaned into it. Leaned in completely with that left elbow, Dave, and the umpire is going to call it. Meg Warren's coming to talk to the home plate umpire. He's going to say she leaned right into it, and Meg Warren giving him not much of an earful, but. And. 3 2 count. It's going to stay 2 and 2. No, he no. moved it to 3 2. 3 and 2. I guess you get a ball if you get hit. She put that left elbow that, out. Chicken that, that, that doesn't seem right, Chris. Well, we got to look that one up. That doesn't seem right. The payoff pitch to the plate's on. Foul back towards me. And 
Nobody will grab it. Kay McCool's mom's got to make that play. Yeah, come on. help her out right there. Somebody's got to reach up there. And She's got to make that play, Dave. It's not cold out today. There's no excuse. Three and two right behind us. This the is a crowd. big moment in this game. McCool into the line. The pitch swung on. Foul back again and out of play. Boy, Cam really doing a good job of changing location. Having to battle right here for this third out of the inning. Roberts is still at third for Defiance. It's a full count, two outs, top of the six. The Lions do lead three to one here in game number two. Talk about Cam changing location, but Coyle is doing a nice job of fouling these things off. Three and two. Steps in. Into the wind. The pitch. She got her swinger. Coyle goes down, swinging seven Ks in the ball game for Cam McCool as we head to the seventh inning of play. Sixth inning, bottom of the sixth inning. It is still the Mount 3, Defiance 1 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris back here at Hall Field where it is 3-1. The Mount leads it heading into the bottom of the sixth inning and it will be the bottom of the order for the Lions. Casey Fincham, B. Ivers, and Emily McDonald. Dave, what a strikeout for Cam McCool to end that inning. That's her seventh strikeout of the game and number 11 is doing an outstanding job. I don't know if the rule's any different in softball, but in baseball, if you get hit on something like that, Chris, it's an automatic strike. And it would have been the end of the inning. So that'll bring up Fincham, Ivers, McDonald. The Lions need to find a way to get another run. 3-1 to one lead, bottom of the six. Fincham is 0-2 in the ballgame. And the pitch, check swing, went too far for a strike. They didn't have to appeal on that one as the home plate umpire went ahead and called it. Casey Pincham just had to continue to stay here. Competitive at bat for the Lions. And the 0-1 pitch down low. That one bounced in front of the plate. Count evens 1-1. One one. Talk about a kid that works on her craft defensively and offensively. Number 9, Casey Pincham really Got put that. in some work in the summer offensively. Got that rule from Chuck Murray at the mount. 1-1 one one the count. That pitch a called strike. One and two. Chuck did the baseball games in this year for the Mount and did an outstanding job for the Lions this season. Want to thank him for doing that. The one-two pitch, grounded past the Mount and into center field for a base hit by Casey Fincham. Nice job, Casey Fincham. Singles up the middle to get the Lions a base runner here in the bottom of the sixth. Good to see Casey Fincham with a smile on her face standing at first base with Coach Morris. That is the eighth hit of the ball game for the Lions. We're going to have a pinch runner here, Dave, for Casey Fincham as Coach Goddard comes to talk to the home plate umpire. And whose turn is it now? Maybe Izzy Hamilton. That would be 33. Yeah. 
That's you know, right. It will be Izzy Hamilton. We haven't gone three pinch hitters lately. That's a pinch runners. That's excuse the me. freshman Izzy Hamilton from Bloomington, Indiana. Will get a chance to run yes, the bases right. for the Lions here. Well, Zero outs in the three. inning. Bottom Andy of the six. Three to one lead for the Lions. B. Ivers has grounded out and fly to center. 0 for 2. Let's see if she'll be bunting in this situation when McDonald on deck. Squares, bunts it out in front of the plate, and then it spins foul behind home plate, 0 and 1. Be upset with herself right here. No, she's got to get this bunt down. Izzy at first. You're just looking to play a little small ball right here for the Lions. Nobody down. Hamilton at first base. Running for Fincham. Winner plays tomorrow at 11. Pitch square, bunted to the first base side. They're going to throw to second, and it's not in time as Geraci dropped the throw. The Lions have runners at first and second. Dave, that's exactly why you play small ball. You force the defense to make a play. The first baseman elected to go to second with Izzy Hamilton's speed. The ball gets there. It was dropped at the bag. Ivers safe at first. Hamilton safe at second. Two runners on, no outs for the Lions. And I think we're going to have another pinch runner this time for Ivers. Uh, they have not... I'm going to give an error on that. Yep, now they just did. They gave an error on the play. It's going to be Haley Johnson, number 31, from Lebanon, Oregon. B. Ivers, nice job of getting that bunt down right there. So Johnson in to run. Hamilton in to run. Hamilton at second. Johnson at first. And Emily McDonald, who is one for two on the day with a run scored, is at the plate. I really like the way this Lions offense has played the small ball today. They lead it 3-1. to one. Nobody down in the inning. Squaring McDonald. Bunts it out in front of the mound. Grabbed by the first baseman. Throw to first in time. Throw back to third. But standing on the base is Hamilton. Well done again. Emily McDonald sacrifices over. Hamilton to third. Haley Johnson to second. With one out, it brings up the leadoff hitter, Allie Lang. If you're the Lions, Dave, you've got to come up with a run. I was really surprised that Biggs didn't go after that bunt herself. She let... The first baseman, Krause, come in and field it. One away, runners at second and third, and Lang takes a strike over the outside part of the plate. It looked like it was in the right-handed batter's box. But strike zone's getting wider. you got to make the adjustments if you're the hitter and the pitcher. 0-1 to Alley. One down, she squares the bunt, takes it high. For a ball, pulled the bat back, one and one. A lot of movement on that defense right there when Alley squares around. Third base coming in. Geraci going over to third. Hubble's coming into second. Keeping this defense thinking. Alley grounded to short her last time. That pitch down low. <laughs> Had to skip out of the way. I think her, it, she catch her cleat as she was running towards trying to slap that ball two and one to count. Kept the middle stud on the bottom of the cleats. Caught it in the dirt trying to get it out of the way. Two balls, one strike. Pitch to the plate. Squares, takes it upstairs, but a called strike, two and two. Two-two count for Lang. Got to work here. Got to have a competitive at-bat. Just put a ball in play. Hamilton at third. Johnson at second for the Lions. One out. Field playing in for defiance. The two-two pitch is outside three and two. Boy, what a tough pitch to take if you're laying bigs is full count. Doesn't want to walk bases loaded with Stevenson at the on that, deck. That pitch there looked better than the pitch he called two two pitches ago that was in the right-handed batter's box for a strike. The three-two pitch called strike three. 
over the inside corner for a strikeout. That is a nice pitch by Biggs, and that's a big-time strikeout to get the leadoff. Allie Lang looking two outs in the inning. That is the third strikeout of the ball game issued by Biggs. There are two down, and it brings up Stevenson. Stevenson takes that pitch for a strike, 1-0, or 0-1, excuse me. The strike zone has changed drastically, Dave. Yeah. Stevenson, the freshman at the plate, two runners on. 0-1, Stevenson. The pitch upstairs. Lions do lead it 3-1 here in the bottom of the six. Have to make the adjustment if you're the hitter on the strike zone. One and one the count. Two down, runners at second and third. Hamilton at third, Johnson at second. The pitch swung on, popped up on the infield. Going back is Grimwood near the outfield grass and has it for the third out of the inning. So the Lions have something going but can't get anything across. We head to the seventh. The Lions three outs away from moving on. Your score, it's the Mount 3, Defiance 1 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University with 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities. We are the NCAA Division Three University in Greater Cincinnati. Climb higher at www.msj.edu. Do you want to grow as a leader? Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's degree in organizational leadership. Classes meet about one Saturday a month. Climb higher and become the leader you were meant to be. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Well, Chris, here we go. Cam McCool, three outs away from moving the Lions into the upper bracket semifinal contest. Yeah, if you're Cam, you just got to work here. Let your defense work behind you, and you're looking for three outs. Any way you can get it with a two-run lead as we head to the top of the seventh. Winner of this game plays tomorrow, weather permitting, at 11 a.m. We would be on the air at 1045. The loser plays tonight at 7, which it's not going to be 7. It will probably be closer to 8. Dave, looks like we're going to have a couple pinch hitters here. Number 26, Annika Kraft, is coming to the plate for Defiance. And on deck is going to be number 4, Natalie Cooper. So Coach Megan Warren going with a couple different hitters here to have not seen McCool yet today to see if they can find a way to get a base runner on. So it will be the freshman Kraft coming to the plate for Defiance to lead off the inning against Cam McCool. Kraft is a freshman from Ohio. That's interesting, Chris, because Guzman was 2-for-7 against the Lions in that doubleheader and was 0-for-1 in this game with a strikeout, but she walked her last time up. So, interesting move here to move put Annika Kraft into the ballgame as a pinch hitter. Kraft, left-handed batter. Kraft on the season hitting 269. Left-handed batter, 3-1. to one. That pitch swung on and missed. Yeah, I mean, you're going to go with two pinch hitters right here in the top of the seventh. Said Kraft, and then number four, Cooper, on deck for defiance. Natalie Cooper also hitting 182. She's on deck. That pitch swung on and missed by Kraft. And the count now 0-2. Kraft coming in, hitting 269 on the year with only seven hits on the year. Kraft, left-handed batter. Leading it off here in the top of the seventh. Lions leading it three to one. The pitch. Called strike 
strike three over the outside corner. Three pitches for Cam McCool, and that's her eighth strikeout of the day, and their Lions are two outs away from advancing to the semifinals. She has struck out two in a row, and she's retired the last four that she's faced. And it brings up Natalie Cooper. It's going to be three pinch hitters in this inning for Defiance. 33, Lily Link is on deck for Defiance. Megan Warren digging deep right here to find base runners. Cooper hitting 182 on the season. Pops that one up behind home plate. And it will fall into the bleachers. And Casey Bramble's grandfather attempts to make a play on that one. <laughs> just moving to his right just a little bit, and he would have had that. Yeah. Yep. He, he said an E5. Put him down for an E5. All in one the count. Cooper, her first at bat, pinch hitting. That pitch swung on, lined into center field, but right there is Emily McDonald for the second out of the inning. Lions are just an out away, three to one game, top of the seventh. McCool looking for one out to advance to the semifinals tomorrow morning. And that is going to bring to the plate Lily Link. Lily Link coming in, hitting 333 with only two hits on the year, Dave. Stay tuned to our post game show after this one if the Lions hold on and win. We will try to bring you Beth Goderwitz and a couple of Lions players here this afternoon. That pitch swung on and popped foul and out of play. 0-1 the count. Try to get a hold of Stevenson and Cam McCool after this one. They have had outstanding days. McCool trying to complete this game and move the Lions on. 0-1 the count to Link. Upstairs for a ball. 1-1. One and one. Hanover and Transy play in the game right after this one, about 20 minutes afterwards. Bright sunshine coming out now, Chris. One and one the count, pitch just off the outside corner, two and one. I think the weather's going to play games with us all afternoon and all into the night as we try to get two more games in. It would just be nice to be able to get these first day games through and then have to worry about the rest of it later. Two and one the count to link that pitch down below the knees three and one. Amber Kraus is on deck. She's the scheduled hitter. Link ahead in the count three and one with two down. Pitch swung on, pop foul against the screen. And the count now moves to three and two. If you're Cam right here, you gotta go get her. You don't want to have a base runner and bring the tying run to the plate. Yep. Link with only two hits on the year. If you're Cam, go right at her right here. Two outs, full count. Link the junior. Steps back into the right-handed batter's box. Three and two. Two down. Pitch to the plate. Popped up on the infield. Cornelius is underneath it. One step on the grass. Gams it. And you can put an exclamation point on this one as the Lions move forward in the tournament and will play tomorrow, weather permitting, at 11 a.m. in the contest against the winner of the next game between Hanover and Transylvania. The Lions win it here this evening by a final score of 3-1. to one. Chris and I will be back to wrap things up and have our post-game show coming after these timeouts. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hanging with your crew? 
throw it back with picnic parties for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new Yacht Rock Station, Chugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options, free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar Store, or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Chris Lyons win it here this afternoon 3-1 to to move on further into the tournament tomorrow morning, weather permitting, at 11 a.m. to take on the winner of this next game between Hanover and Transylvania. And we'll be on the air, weather permitting again, tomorrow morning at 1045 with that ball game. But a big, big win here this afternoon. You and I both agreed Defiance was not a team that you wanted to play in the tournament because of the big boppers that they have. And Cam McCool was just fantastic here today in the ballgame. Yeah, Cam McCool was the leader that you wanted her to be. The senior stepped up in the circle and really dominated this game, holding Defiance only to one run off three hits. And uh, she was just outstanding, stayed ahead of the hitters, stayed in the zone, and her defense made plays behind her. And Cam with another outstanding outing for the senior. Yeah, when you look at the line score here today for Cam in seven innings, 116 pitches, she gave up just three hits, one run. That one run was earned. She struck out eight and walked only one in the ballgame. She was on her game today. Yeah, she signed in the spotlight in her opportunity today, and that's a big-time win for the Lions as they move on to the semifinals in a double-elimination tournament. Weather permitting, that is a big spot to be up in that winner's bracket circle. And we're going to try to talk to... Uh, Kelsey Stevenson after this afternoon's ball game too, but today Kelsey Stevenson was outstanding too, Chris. She had two hits in three at bats, scored a run, had an RBI in the contest, and boy, she bounced back after having a tough couple of weeks. Yeah, it's just good for her confidence. I mean, that kid is outstanding at the plate, and uh, she's continued to grow offensively and defensively as a freshman. She's went up through some ups and downs, and uh, just really good to see her perform today with those two hits and the RBI. Came up in a big way as a freshman. Meanwhile, when you look at the top three in the batting order for Defiance, those three, Robert, Silcox, and Hubble, all came in batting over 438. Robert's 438, 444 for Silcox, 483 for Hubble. And today, as they did in that doubleheader, Back on April 23rd, Chris, they held those three in check. Roberts one for three, Silcox one for three, and Hubble was 0 for two in the ballgame. So a combined 
two for eight in the ball game out of the top three for Defiance. Yeah, you can't speak enough of what the defense, the scouting report, and the pitching of Cam McCool did against that top of the lineup. We've talked about it. Hubble, Silcox, and Roberts are no slouch of players offensively. And uh, to hold those guys to what you said is unbelievable, and that's a tip of the cap to the entire coaching staff and Cam McCool. Your final line score here this afternoon for the Mount, three runs on eight hits in the ballgame, no errors, and the Lions left eight on base, Chris. That's something they've got to really uh, pick up on because that was a bugaboo of theirs most of the season. and. They, they need to come up with more timely hitting against good teams like Transy. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to be able to leave those runners on. You need to be able to cash in when you get runners in scoring position. But I do love the response from this team today. I think that is a big-time thing that's going to go a long way after coming off the sweep against Hanover that got you. And uh, just a great response from this team and a great young team and a good win overall. And the small ball was outstanding today for the Lions. Defiance, their line score in the ball game: one run on three hits, one error, and they left three on base. So, Chris, Defiance is going to move into, let's see where they move down to. They're going to move down to the loser's bracket where they will play Franklin later on tonight probably around 8 o'clock if they can get that game in. That is going to be right after this Transy-Hanover game. Uh, Franklin earlier today lost to Hanover 6-4. to That's how Hanover has gotten into the game against Transylvania here, which is our next game. And then Franklin uh, will be taking on Defiance, and that is coming up here in probably about three hours at Hall Field this afternoon. Chris? Tomorrow, it's really kind of up in the air as to what's going to happen with the schedule tomorrow. Yeah, you're going to have to just follow the social media, follow the HCAC online, follow msjlions.com, obviously check Twitter. Uh, We'll continue to keep you up to date. The weather does not look great uh, for the forecast tomorrow, but the Lions get a big, big win today to put themselves in the winner's bracket and in the semifinals game tomorrow, weather permitting. And the Lions record now moves to 29-9 and in the conference. Uh, they are now 13-4, and but that really doesn't matter right now. And Defiance goes to 21-14 and here this afternoon. And we've got some players here with us. And let's talk. Boy, everybody is just crowding around us now. So let's, let's talk first of all to the players. And let's, let's bring up Stevenson. Kelsey, outstanding here this afternoon you have had a rough couple of weeks but boy you came through what was the what was the change in your attitude coming into this game today um today i just had a line drive mindset i've been flying out a lot and i've been working really hard on getting line drives down yeah you had some line drives today and everything looked good coming off the bat thank you (laughs) i mean this is one of now that you played your first tournament game did you come into this one with a, with some nerves? How, how did you feel coming into this game? Um, not really. I felt pretty comfortable. How did you get yourself back in the proper mental state after Sunday? Um, I just put in work all week, really working on driving my balls straight and not up. Well, now you've got what the winner of the Transy Hanover game, and I would think that you're ready to go for either one of those two teams tomorrow. Yes. All right. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Kelsey Stevenson with us. Cam? You were on your game today. You had everything going for you today. Yep, I was in my zone today. <laughs> yep, and and when you look at that, when was it that you thought that you know, hey, I can put the ball where I want to today? Uh, well, right from the start, you know, 
I just focused on hitting my spots, hitting the corners, and the umpire was calling them, so just keep it there. The one time Hubble comes up in the sixth inning, and you've got her with first base open and a runner at second base, uh, talk a little bit about your mindset going into that at bat against her. Obviously, she's a great hitter, so I was thinking, you know, keep it a couple balls off. We have a base open in case I do walk her, but still go at her and see what I can do. You know, the one thing I noticed today was you were not only spotting your ball well, but you were going up and down and changing the eye level on the batters. Was that something that you were trying to do, accomplish coming in? Yeah, it was. Um, this week at practice, we've been working on going up and down in the zone, so... Um, Practicing, I guess, helped out for the game. <laughs> you always have a smile on your face. So are you happy about this one now? Yeah, very happy, very happy. I think the girls are happy, too. Okay. All right. All right. Good luck tomorrow if we get to play or win the next game, okay? Thank you very much. All right. Cam cool. Beth? Beth Goddard now our, our guest. Um, you came into this one and started playing small ball virtually right away I think was that your plan yeah absolutely um you know I think we're number sec- uh, n- number two maybe number three in the country and and getting um, sack bunts down and that's you know we get runners in on second base and we feel pretty good about um, that lineup you know we've got some kids that'll knock them in and so I've we've been about that all season long get your bunts down get your bunts down and we worked really hard with that yesterday at practice we were bunting off of our pitchers if we can get a bunt down on off of our pitchers, then we're going to be pretty good. So they did a few uh, burpees, a few crunches, and a few uh, push-ups for not getting them down yesterday. So I think they had that in their mind, and uh, they were they were spot on today because every single one of them got them down. Beth, how big was scoring that run in the first inning? It's huge. When you get on top like that, and especially with Cam on the mound, giving her one run is, I mean, that's that is that's huge. Um, and from from her standpoint, and then the rest of the team standpoint, uh, we you know when we have a run on the board and her on the mound, we're tough to beat. You know, I've, Chris and I have talked about this. I've said, if we don't commit errors, we don't get beat. And today the defense was there. Yeah, today the defense played really, really well. And, um, you know, we were able to get on the dirt yesterday and practice. And, and uh, so we, you know, we took a lot of ground balls. And that's pretty much what our entire practice was, was defensive practice. And, and it showed today because we, we did what we needed to do. When Hubble came up in the in the sixth inning, did you have any thoughts <laughs> about walking her? You know, I did. Um, I thought about it. And then I thought, you know. Um, let's. The only thing that she could hurt us with is if she hits a bomb, and I don't know that. I think where the way Cam was pitching there towards the end of the game, she kind of got in that zone, and it's like, I'm I'm going to trust her, and I'm not gonna I'm not going to take the ball out of her hands. Let's go at her, and if she gets a base hit, she gets a base hit. But the only way she could hurt us is if she hits a bomb. You've done what you can do. You're moving on into the tournament. Weather permitting, you play tomorrow. But let's say you don't play tomorrow. What are you going to put on tap for the girls? What are you going to do tomorrow? We'll just go do some fun stuff. Um, a couple of years ago when this happened to us, we went bowling. And we did we did some just some fun things around Lexington. And that's what we'll do tomorrow. We're not going to go and just sit in the hotel because that you know that brings in a lot of different things. We'll keep them busy and, um, you know, and, and make sure we go and find something fun to do. Even I'm if we have to go to the mall or something like that. <laughs> I'm sure they would love. Yeah, there you go. Credit cards stay in the wallet. That's right. That's right. Okay, final question. I know you you don't care. You're going to tell me you don't care who wins this next game, but you're going to stay and watch it. And either way it goes, you've got some. Uh, unfinished business against both of these teams. We do, and um, like you say, I don't really care who we get. Um, if as long as we go out and play our game, um, it, you know we're we're tough. 
And so, you know, both teams are going to give us all they got. And, you know, it's just a matter of which one we get. We'll be ready for them. Congrats, Beth. Thank you. Appreciate it. Nice job. Lions win here this afternoon over Defiance. Three to one. We'll be back to wrap things up from Transy right after these final timeouts. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Well, Chris, Lions win it here this afternoon, 3-1 to one over Defiance. They'll play, weather permitting, as we've said, tomorrow at 11 o'clock. But now the team can kick back and watch this next game and see who they will play, Hanover or Transy, tomorrow morning. Yeah, just a good job of this team responding after Sunday's two losses. I really enjoyed watching this team to play, and really good response by this team. And as you go, you just continue to grind, and you survive in advance, and that's the name of the game in a tournament. Well, and that's what they're going to continue to do is they will play tomorrow. If they don't play tomorrow, they're going to try to move everything to Saturday. And then, of course, the championship games will be on Sunday. But as you said, you know, it could be a trip to the mall tomorrow. It could be bowling. It could be whatever. There's going to be a lot of things to do in Lexington. But keep an eye, as you said, on the social media uh, overnight because there is... What did you say, about 90% chance of rain tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to get rained out tomorrow for sure. I'd be very shocked if they try to get any games in and just try to keep this field as dry as possible. But if you're the Lions, you're in a great spot, and uh, we'll continue to wait it out and find out when we play next. Yeah, the one thing that everybody pretty much around here is expecting that we're not going to be playing tomorrow. And if that's the case, then we'll be back here on Saturday. We just don't know when. But we know right now for sure the Lions are in the semifinals of the Heartland Conference Tournament again after winning it all last year. Chris, any final thoughts? Just a really good job by this team. And uh, continue to work hard, continue to, to grind, survive in advance, and we'll go from there. All right. That'll do it. We'll talk to you later. Thanks. That's going to do it for this afternoon's ball game. And we've got a lot of people to thank, including the people here at Transylvania who have made us feel nothing but welcome here this afternoon. Thank you to everybody for that. To Dr. Williams, the president of Mount St. Joseph University, for permission to broadcast Mount St. Joseph Athletics. Athletic Director Melanie Wagner, Sports Information Director Blake Watson, our thanks to him. The coaching staff on both teams. Uh, Megan Warren of Defiance and, of course, Beth Goderwiss of Mount St. Joseph University. Our producer, Greg Mitchell. And for today's sponsors, Barbarian Apparel, The Wishbone Tavern, Mount St. Joseph University, Iron Sharpens Iron, Dr. Libby Spees, LIT Wellness, Indeed and Indeed Flex, The Roar Store, and Official Investigators and Security Services. For Chris Morris, I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again your final score here tonight. It was Mount St. Joseph 3, 
Defiance won. The mount continues on in the upper bracket of the Heartland Conference Tournament. Until next time, keep an eye on social media about tomorrow. Have a good night, everybody. We'll be right back.